Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. You're listening to Fight Jokes About Everything, a Night Shift Radio original. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. Okay, it is Monday, January 18th, 2021, and we are going to kick off uh, today. First and foremost, uh, we do want to uh, celebrate the life of Martin Luther King Jr., a a fantastic uh, civil rights leader um, who was just an absolute amazing person. Today is the day that we recognize that. Um, however, that being said, we should be recognizing his teachings and his beliefs and uh, his fight for justice always. Uh, that being said, we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, a very white show. Okay, so today we are going to talk about WandaVision. So WandaVision finally launched on Disney Plus uh, Friday, just this past couple of uh, weekend. And uh, there's been a lot of buzz about it. It has been acclaimed as one of Marvel's uh, highest rated shows. Uh, it, it blew a record for Disney Plus of, of people watching it. It's just a very big deal. Um, and, uh, uh, so there's, there's been a lot of talk about WandaVision, uh, over the past, uh, couple of days. And a lot of the people have been talking about the things like, here's the Easter eggs you may not have noticed from, you know, symbols and, and the sword symbol and, you know, all of the little subtle references to everything like, uh, like on the magic case, uh, Vision's, uh, original symbol and logo, uh, is on there of what the, the, uh, Mind Stone looked like. We're not going to talk about those things. Uh, I, I consider myself a comic book and a superhero nerd. However, I am not to that level. Uh, So there's a lot of things that I'm sure I missed and a lot of them that I read on articles. And there are 5 million articles on this exact topic. What instead we're going to talk about is uh, the actual way WandaVision is filmed, the way it was scripted for at least the first two episodes. I'm going to put this right off the bat. We will, in fact, be spoiling uh, the first two episodes of WandaVision. Um, So be mindful that uh, that is happening. So if you have yet to watch WandaVision, um, or if you don't care about some form of spoilers, uh, turn away now. Uh, Otherwise, that was your warning. Let's begin. So the first thing that people may have noticed for the very first two episodes of WandaVision is that it isn't filmed entirely in black and white. Now, this is done in purpose. Um, This is very reminiscent of the early days of Bewitched, I Love Lucy, and the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, There's a lot of aspects to it, into the the cartoon, you know, uh, cell drawing intro uh, to the song, uh, to the the canned laughter, like filmed in front of a live studio audience. But more specifically... Mm-hmm. More specifically, 
it's also filmed like one of those shows. Everything is very three wall, you know, two camera type deal where, you know, everything swaps back and forth. This is like uh, uh, my life in three cameras. If anyone has ever seen Scrubs, it's an episode where they they uh, reminisce about old sitcom style. And this is done a lot like this. It's very much done in, in the realm of I Love Lucy. There's moments where, you know, Wanda will turn to the camera and, hmm, you know, or we'll have our ooh moments. People will pause for the laughter and the, you know, uh, basically the the actors are pausing for the audience reactions. And I think that's very important. Now, obviously, we're going to go down the line to talk about, you know, why this is crazy, the things that it's done. You know, uh, if you want to go into the actual Marvel spoils realm and, and you know, deep dive into what it possibly could be, there's been a lot of theories from from uh, Modoc to, um, you know, Sword kind of like running this uh, in her head because she's dealing with the post-traumatic stress of Vision dying. Um, so they've basically created this world for Wanda. But, you know, throughout the series, we realize that this is probably a bad thing, that maybe she has been captured and is being tortured. Or maybe it's not even Wanda's head at all. Maybe it's in Vision's, although it's pretty obvious it's in Wanda's because in the end of the, one of the episodes, they say like, Wanda, who is doing this to you? Wanda, who? Who is this? So so she's obviously under some form of psychic attack. But what I do want to point out is, is the homages that are there. So one of the biggest things for the I Love Lucy thing is uh, we see Wanda and Vision in their bedroom and they have two separate beds. This was very common in sitcoms um, for, for uh, the main characters. And the I Love Lucy is a really great example. Um, and Bewitched is another one where the, where the husband and wife will have two twin beds. Basically, they sleep on their own. Well, at one point, uh, they actually push their two beds together, making one big one. This was something that I Love Lucy did. Um, they had a single, you know, they had just a bed for the two of them. It was very controversial at the time, and it was very groundbreaking at the time for them to do so. Um, and so this is a fun little homage that WandaVision did to them. Uh, one of the other things we see is the, uh, like, the weird scenarios where, um, you know, uh, Wanda will be in the kitchen floating, uh, you know, floating plates or floating uh, uh, the dinner and putting it together and almost getting caught by Vision's boss and having the windows shut and stuff like that. This is a very bewitched um, or like I Dream of Genie scenario. Those have happened on both of those shows, that exact scenario where, you know, one of them is cooking dinner for the husband's boss because he has to make a good impression to get the promotion or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, they almost get caught and, and there's like the shenanigans ensue. So we saw that happen in one of the episodes. But what's great about it is that the way that it's portrayed, we see that I Love Lucy, it's filmed in a very specific way. But the minute that Wanda starts to break out of this trance or whatever it is that she's in, the film changes completely. So the angles change, the quality of the film change. It no longer looks like that series. It looks more like a film. It looks more like a Marvel movie, but just in black and white. So the angles change. So instead of that very like wide shot, everything static, it does. it's not like wide shot, medium shot, wide shot, medium shot. It's like from down below up, close up of her face, you know, like over the shoulder, this, like looking down on a thing, like things start to feel more 3D and less in a 2D environment. This is really big. I thought this was a really great, uh, a really great tool to show the shift between I'm just living my world to wait a minute, something isn't exactly right here. This is her Truman Show moment, I guess. And I think 
what's awesome about that is is on top of the fact that they're paying homage to to you know I, I would say arguably the first and best sitcoms to to have ever uh, come out of uh, out of the world you know of 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 history um, I Love Lucy I Dream of Jeannie Bewitched Dick Van Dyke this is the golden age of television not without its you know now problems but you know there's a lot of things that that paved way and were very groundbreaking for shows like Friends and even you know to say sex in the city and stuff like that like friends and seinfeld you know and and uh, a lot of those shows like uh, full house you know all of the tgif shows they they owe their success to shows like i love lucy and bewitched um that really set the stage for this now the character of vision you know obviously raises questions about you know a lot of the things we saw on some of these shows specifically, you know, maybe not I Dream of Jeannie. We very much knew uh, what what Jeannie did. I Love Lucy. You know, we know that Ricky um, ran a ran a nightclub and that that was what he did, which, by the way, if Ricky ran a very successful nightclub, why did they live in such a tiny apartment? You know what I'm saying? Like they could have bought a huge house anyways. Um, but so so vision gets to his job and he's you know punching numbers but it's you know it's funny because like all the desks are just facing directly towards the camera this is where you get your your three walls when they say breaking the fourth wall that is the fourth wall so one two three and the fourth would be the camera like right now i'm breaking the fourth wall for those of you watching on youtube because i'm staring directly at you i'm talking to you you yes you specifically you you know uh and and for those of you listening on podcasts Mind your own business. Just kidding. Keep listening. But anyways, you know, Envision says like, what is it exactly that we do here? And what is it exactly that I do here? You know, so he even brings up the question of the ambiguity we had in a lot of the shows where it's like, well, you know, husband's going off to work and he's heading off to do his very important job. And it's like, but what exactly do you do? Like, we know that uh, 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 Major John or whatever, I Dream of Genie's, uh, husband, we know that he worked for NASA and he was an astronaut, but like, what exactly did he do? Um, you know, same thing with, with Bewitched. I don't even remember what, uh, on Bewitched, what, um, her husband did. Dick, Dick Nelson. I don't remember. Uh, Major Dick. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, um, so the whole idea of that sitcom is great. And, you know, one of the biggest criticisms, a lot of people who didn't really understand were like, well, what happened to Wanda's accent? She used to have a Sokovian accent, a Russian accent, but now it's just gone, and I don't even understand where it went. Why doesn't she have an accent anymore? Does the actress just not want to do the accent? Which, by the way, the actress, of course, is Elizabeth Olsen, um, the forgotten Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen uh, uh, sister, um, who, you know, she's pretty good. Um, uh, but... So the whole idea is that she is she has been put into these sitcoms. So she is talking in a way that she relates to the sitcom. In fact, there's many times where Vision will say things like, "Well, golly gee," you know, he'll he'll use phrases that are in that '50s, you know, sort of television realm because that's that's the sort of mindset that she's been brought into, and and we can only assume for nefarious ways, you know, reasons why she she is in this, in fact, um, you know, mindset and why everything's happening. So she's living via the the stage that has been set for her. Now, one of the things that we can uh, think is, you know, towards uh, the end of the second episode, um, you know, we've seen hints at, you know, like the radios, you know, it's being like, Wanda, Wanda, something's going on. She picks up the the toy out of the trash and its color, you know, think Pleasant View uh, Valley, Pleasantville, Pleasantville. 
Um, and then in the end, of course, you know, they have that rewind moment and now everything's in color. And I think what's going to be really cool is we're going to see ourselves progress through the history of sitcoms. And I think we're going to do so for a very cool reason. So we started off in that I Love Lucy, Bewitched and stuff like that. And now I feel like we're going to move into that, like all in the family and like Sanford and Son and stuff like that. And we're going to keep going and eventually maybe we'll get to something more akin to Friends or, you know, maybe it'll just break away and it'll be more like Desperate Housewives, um, which is which is very likely given uh, that the cast is uh, mainly women um, about that. So we've seen the instance of potentially Monica Rambeau, um, who is um, the daughter of Maria Rambeau, who was best friends with Captain Marvel. And we know that in the comics, Monica Rambeau does, in fact, take over the helm of Captain Marvel. Um, so we don't exactly know why she's potentially there. You know, we've seen other things like like Clea. You know, we're not going to talk about her yet that is again we'll leave that for people that are more in the uh, comic book savvy world um but but it's very again it's very interesting watching those first two episodes through the lens of why are they filming him in the way of i love lucy and dick van dyke show like is it is it just like a ha wouldn't it be cute if we did this or is it more like a hey we're doing this for a very specific reason and we're growing the show and doing the show for this because you're going to see. We're only two episodes in. Much like The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, WandaVision will air every Friday with brand new episodes. The first two episodes uh, airing just this past Friday. So what do you guys think? What do you think about the first two episodes of WandaVision? Uh, tweet at me your thoughts. You can tweet at me at the Michael Fight on Twitter um, if you want. You can also tag me on Instagram at Michael Fight. Um, but I would love to know what you guys are thinking of WandaVision so far. What did you think of, the, of them paying homage to I Love Lucy, um, all of the classic black and white sitcoms? I would absolutely love to know what you guys think uh, and how you're feeling about WandaVision moving forward. This is the first Marvel installment we've had in, in uh, well over a year, um, and it's going to be the kickoff of Phase 4. We have this, we have Hawkeye, um, we have Spider-Man 3 that's filming right now, we have Doctor Strange 2 and the Multiverse of Madness, which is filming, which we do know that Wanda, Scarlet Witch, is a part of, um, and it's being directed by Sam Raimi, um, so it's going to be very interesting. I'm very curious to see where this goes. I'm excited. I really loved WandaVision, but again, I loved the jump from traditional sitcom uh like tv style filming to that film style look you know it happened a couple of times and i just thought it was fantastic i, I thought it was a wonderful tool kudos to the director of photography for that one for for doing that and thinking that through um it was just a, a really great technique really really cool um and it definitely changed my like the emotion of everything the minute it changed it was very very cool um so again thanks a lot for listening everyone thanks a lot for subscribing for more information visit nightshiftradio.com uh and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend that may you know be a, an old uh tv fan they would absolutely love to you know talk more about this so thanks a lot and we will see you on wednesday Wednesday.